Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. This podcast is the place to learn about healing, transformation, potential, and radiant living. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but please just call me Rachel. Thank you for listening today and learning about true healing from the inside out. This episode is brought to you by the Rev with Rachel Affiliate Source Code Meditation, an online education and meditation practice for awakening your higher brain and expressing your most radiant, authentic self. You can go to the show notes and sign up for a free enlightening webinar with the creator, Dr. Michael Cotton. And I would love to stay connected with you. If you want updates about Rev with Rachel and living a Rev life, you can get my nine happiness and healing essentials at drrachelw.com. Just enter your name and email address. And I'd also love to connect with you on Facebook. You can go and like Rev Life with Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone. So today's episode is called The Beauty and Energy of Objects with Julia Bernadsky. I just met Julia recently at the E-Women Conference in Dallas, Texas, and she was there with Untamed Hearts. Welcome to the show, Julia. Hi, thank you. Yeah, it was so fun to meet you because I love really just soulful, rich, beautiful, creative um, people like you uh, who have so much, you just bring so much kind of purpose and passion and beautiful energy to everything you do. And so I'm excited to just share you with the listeners today and talk about objects. Oh, thank you for this introduction. Um, It's totally mutual. It was amazing to meet you. Oh, thank you. So start with a little bit about Untamed Hearts. What is it? How did it come to be? Um, what What is it about your soul that is so passionate about Untamed Hearts? Mm. Um, I'm going to start with where I come from in this case, mm-hmm. and because I think it's essential to how the way Untamed Hearts actually was born. I, my background is fashion. I started to design when I was very little, like young child, and by the age of nine years old or something like that, I was already making my own clothing. And when I grew up, to be 15, 16, I had absolutely no question who I'm going to be. I was going to be a designer. I was a designer. Mm-hmm. When I came to America in 1989, um, there was no question for me who I'm going to be here. I was going to be a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what I did. I, I had a glamorous career in fashion. And then at some point I left it. I, I resigned and I went uh, studying um, interactive design and my next job was my first job in that industry was at Condé Nast and I stayed with them for many years so at some point in 2015 I knew that this is time for me to design from corporate world I was called to do something I I wasn't 100% clear on what that is but I was following whatever it is like I was following the signs I was following that calling Mm -hmm. and In the process, when I resigned from corporate world, I started to work with um, my personal clients where I would help them to create 
businesses, brands that are full of soul, aligned with their purpose, but they're also uh, strategically aligned and structured in the way that at, uh, from from the beginning to the point of manifestation and profit. So I had huge experience in corporate world creating businesses and in between working with my clients, Untamed Hearts was born and Untamed Hearts is an example of what I did with other people, but it was born as something as my baby. Mm-hmm. It was something that came out of me as many, like, um, like, like something that my soul was speaking to. And Untamed Hearts is a brand that is all about the most important layer of it is to inject energy into objects and send it all over the world. The energy of peace, of healing, sharing the energy of love and protection. And it's an amazing thing to be able to, um, when people purchase it from different countries in the world, to send that, to share that. And it's like a ripple effect. Many more people will feel it around them. And the objects that I'm referring to, very often, like, some, like we have a big collection of jewelry. They're gorgeous. They're beautiful. And I'm saying it with like open heart. It's not because they're mine, but because... Th- but because people like people love wearing them, you cannot avoid, avoid compliments when you're wearing them. But the most thing too is you feel that when you just walk up to your booth at an mm. exhibit, because I mean, I you can just feel the energy of the objects and what's the soulness. Like you're talking about the soul of a business. There's mm. there's that energy and um, kind of a flow that comes from that that you can experience when you approach anything but your your jewelry is absolutely gorgeous I'm I'm wearing right now the wings necklace that I bought and it connected to me right away because I have wings on the my the cover of my book and so when I saw those wings I was like oh my gosh it just it speaks to me and it it felt energy energetically attractive (laughs) (laughs) to me (laughs) but your your jewelry was just gorgeous and the objects that you have in your space but I would love for you to talk more about the, those objects. Yeah, thank you so much for saying that. Makes me so happy. Like nothing makes me so happy when I hear something that is a feedback like that. Something that affects people's life in the way that um, they feel the vibration. There, it's very interesting because some people are very sensitive, and I am a, a lot around. Um, people who are very sensitive to energies, I guess it's just some environment that I attract or I'm attracted to. Um, so people who feel the energy in that way, they come up to our, in our space and they just like, what is that? What is this vibration? Where is it coming from? And of course they put the hand out to our jewelry pieces or crystals. We also have beautiful hand-picked crystals that we work with. And they feel it, they experience it until I speak with them and I explain them. And some people who don't have that high sensitivity, they just feel good. It just feels good. Sometimes I would have people say to me, you know what, I don't wear large necklaces. 
And our necklaces, like you can see them. They're not heavy, but they're like statement pieces. I don't wear those pieces usually, but I fell in love with yours and I didn't want to take it off. I slept in it. There was, <laughs> yeah, there were so many times when I would get comment like that. And then, so, and it's because of the vibration. When they have it on their body, it just feels good. It elevates the vibration of the body in a very physical way. We did a few different tests with, um, you know, like, you can test yourself, is it good for you, is it not good for you, kinestology. And um, you, can, you can see how like, the body becomes stronger when it has a piece that is aligned, that belongs to you. So um, I have a partner in this business, and his name is Nitsan, and he lives in Israel. And I work with energy, but Nitsan has a gift. It's something that you cannot learn. You, it, it has to, we all have gifts, but his gift is energy. He is able to see, to work with, to inject, to measure everything that has to do with energy. And I'm very fortunate to have him as my partner with Untamed Hearts. And what we do is we, every time before the event, every, sometimes more than once, we inject energy again into object and we align it with the space, with the people who are around. And so it becomes even more, it amplifies. And we very often get this comment. So when we come into space and when we do events, like something magical is happening, like it's vibrating and people are they're coming up and they're excited in a very different way. And so it sounds like, a bit magical, but it's not because energy is as real as anything that you can touch and smell and and pick up. It's the same. It's just some people are more sensitive and some people are less sensitive. It's the same as when you paint, when you're applying paint to the wall. Some people are asking me, how do you inject energy into objects? Like I think the best way I can explain it, think about a a wall and you want to make it yellow so you pick up yellow paint you apply it onto the wall you paint the wall so we do the same thing we inject energy into objects it's as real as applying paint to the wall and the energy that we work with the most important one and and the highest one is unconditional love so when people are purchasing or getting in contact with items from untamed hearts and it's not only jewelry because we have other projects but today somehow I feel maybe we'll just focus on jewelry it's simpler and so when 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 you are interacting with these objects you experience that intention you experience that energy but the most important thing is when it's once it becomes yours then you're going to put your intention and it becomes your amulet. Um, For example, I have a necklace. The name of it is Unconditional Love. And I engrave three three Hebrew letters. It's a combination that is not a word, but it's a Kabbalistic combination for the energy, for the vibration of unconditional love. Um, I could explain it if somebody is interested, but the way it works, it's basically when your eyes connect to three letters, you 
you in that sequence, you in that vibration of unconditional love. It's the shape of the letters that that has vibration, that has this quality. And um, when I have a lot of like these um, unbelievable stories with that necklace, that unconditional love necklace, when people have it, and there's so many people who would call me just for that particular necklace. They, mm-hmm. I want that necklace. And it, it, it has something very special because when you wear it, it becomes your amulet. You, it's your intention to be mindful of where you're coming from when you speak to people. For example, it could be that we have a person in our life that triggers us. Mm-hmm. We all do, right? And so if we can stop at that moment when we're triggered, if we can pause for a moment, if we can stop, and before we say something that would be a reactive thing to say or something that we just want to get out of our space and it would make us feel better at that moment, but and it, it could hurt another person or create um, a negative relationships or, or contribute to negativity because when something triggers us, it's already not positive. So before we do anything, we can stop. And so a lot of my my people who bought that necklace would tell me they would hold on to that piece. They would hold on to it and they would, they would stop and they would just make a choice. It's a very powerful choice to either not say anything or to say only things that come from love, from unconditional love. And it may not be possible at the moment. And sometimes it's good not to say anything. And that space of not saying anything creates space for the light, for something positive to come in. So this is just one of the examples of how the amulet like that, unconditional love amulet could work. It could be a way to restrict the reaction or it could be a way to send love. You can hold on to it and imagine it, how you're sending love to whoever you want to send love to. Whatever your intention is, it doesn't have to be love. It's just an example of how you can put your intention in it. If you're buying something as a gift, so you can put all your intention, all your energy into that. Those objects are already high vibration. They're activated. We do, we do have a lot of pieces with raw crystals. I love working with raw mm-hmm. crystals. That's yeah, a those whole are beautiful. Diff- mm. And it's a whole different layer of, you know, because crystals have their own intelligence, their own vibration, their own healing qualities, or some not healing qualities, or qualities to speak to angels type of things. Like there's so many ways of protection. So and so we activate it, we amplify it. And then once it's in your hands, you make it yours. It becomes yours. It's your intention that makes it powerful because all of us can do it. Yeah, that's so true. And for people who may not, like what we're talking about might be a little new to the concepts we're talking around, like objects have energy or everything is energy. Can you talk to that, speak to that for a moment? Yeah, I would love to. Um, it's very simple, really. It, you know how sometimes you come into the space and you feel good. You have absolutely no reason um, that is logical reason. It, it doesn't have to be something gorgeous or beautiful. It could be just the space where you feel good. Or you see a person and that person um, 
it's just nice to be around that person. You don't even know that person, but you feel good. And sometimes you see someone who you don't feel good about and you have absolutely no reason for it. Or you come into a beautiful hotel or theater or, or store and everything is almost perfect, but you don't feel good there. Mm-hmm. So people who don't call it energy or don't, don't consider themselves being sensitive to energies, their experience could be just like, I don't feel good here or I feel good here or I, I love being around that person, like subconsciously. So you're drawn to something subconsciously. Mm-hmm. You could, it could also be, you know how some restaurants, beautiful restaurants in Manhattan, they're empty. And there mm-hmm. are some not so beautiful restaurants that are full with people and people are standing and waiting to get in. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's the energy. It's the energy of the chef. It's the love. It, it's the taste of the food, like the taste of the food. The same recipe could be created by two different people exactly one to one, but one is delicious and one is like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, That's so true. <laughs> your experience could be very simple. It could be just like, do I like it? Do I not like it? Am I drawn to it? Am I not drawn to it? Mm-hmm. And just to be aware of there is a reason why. It's not necessarily like our, the logical reason we used to think about, you know, like, you know, you can touch it and you can explain it and that type of way uh but we we all have very simple reaction like do we want to be around it truly like not because we have to but honestly do we want to be around that or not and that's that is connected to our intuition and our experience of something that may not be tangible does it make sense or did I take it yeah yeah that really makes sense and um you know expand to then around like the objects um like like you were mentioning stones or just things in our home or the things we wear. Yeah. Oh, my God. That topic is a big one for me. And um, I really believe that everything that is around us um, is affecting us in profound way. So when we have too many pieces, objects, things at home that we're not using, even though they might be beautiful and meaningful and sentimental to us, they still create clutter. So for example, sometimes I come home and I have this urge that I need to clear, like I need to clear my space. And there are certain corners that I feel like it may not be even too many things there, but I feel like there is no flow. So Mm -hmm. when we have too much, of things that we're not using, things that are kind of stagnant, like they, they're not used, like they're not manifesting their potential because clothing, listen, everything has a purpose, even clothing. The purpose of beautiful dress is to be worn, not to be stuck in the closet. Mm. So when it's stuck in the closet for, two, for, for a long time, it, it creates blockage there. And there might be a person in the world who would love to wear that dress and that dress would be manifesting its purpose. And I, w- I talk about objects as they are alive because to me, everything is energy around us. Everything is ar- alive. It just has different form of life. 
And everything has its purpose. And if something is not fulfilling its purpose, it creates blockage. So in our spaces, things that we choose to keep and things that we choose to let go of, like also, if you, when you're in this process of figuring out what to keep, what to let go of, very good thing is to see, like, does it make you happy? Do you use it? Can somebody else use it? Or does it contribute to, the, your, to your space? So everything has energy. Everything contributes to flow or blockage. And if something is sentimental, you might want to keep it. But sometimes when you keep pieces that are sent, sentimental, that are meaningful to you, maybe they need to be organized in a way that they will be happy there. Like maybe it needs to be in a beautiful space and maybe it needs to be given energy so that like there will be even more like you will be like exchanging even more with those things that are so meaningful or maybe they they need to be a place for it where where it's going to be creating flow instead of blockage mm -hmm. that it's not just dumped in a, you know somewhere when it's not you know when it's not flowing does it make sense or it does. I'm, you know, if my personal experience with around like things, as it was easy over time from like periods earlier in my life to um, being in college and grad school to just accumulate things from the office, you know, like the all the papers I had printed and read and things like that, that, you know, at one point I went through all of that and I had like six pegs of research articles and things from my office that I got rid of and old textbooks and all of that. And it felt just so liberating to like lighten that load and not kind of have all of those, those things. Like if I wanted to read a research article that I had printed a long time ago, I could now just go pull it up and read it online if I wanted. I didn't need the stuff in my space. Yeah. Yeah. Liberating is a great word for it because, and thank God for all of these possibilities of archiving now because yeah hopefully it we will be doing it more and more and using less and less trees and right and, and you know saving our planet instead of destroying it with stuff and stuff and stuff and um that so in kind of like I, I went into this tantrum because it's a huge subject topic for me because I'm 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 experiencing it in, in my life and I'm letting go of things and I'm creating different ways of keeping things. And also the beauty, like we wanted to talk about the beauty mm -hmm. and the beautiful things. And listen, ugliness could be beautiful. Ugly things could be beautiful. I'm not talking about the perfection. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about beautiful things. There's beauty in, in things that might be considered ugly. Like there's a lot of things that I absolutely you know, admire and think are gorgeous and beautiful and somebody else would think it's ugly. So it's relevant. It's in the eye of a beholder, but mm -hmm. the beauty is connected to the creator. Because if you think about it, everything that is created by creator, the nature, if you look at the animals, insects, even those who consider it like revolting and ugly to people, if you look at them closer, if you look at their eyes, if you look at these little bugs, they're beautiful. Like they are created by creator. Mm -hmm. So, the, so the, the, the beautiful things 
are connected to the energy of creator. I, I, something that I believe and I share with people. And I think that when there's an alignment and when there's balance, it's beautiful. And I love what you're speaking to because it, it is so much when we, um, I think kind of do our inner healing work and find more peace in ourselves and find being able to act more from unconditional love instead of our, you know, triggers or defenses, we are able to just see and experience beauty and in more instead of, um, you know, just in the superficial ways, but to really experience that through, through life and through everything. Yeah. Does that resonate? Yes. It does. And it's like, it's profound. It's just, even that ability to work barefoot on the mother earth, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's an amazing feeling. It's beautiful. And when, when we connect to the object, like, and that's our intention, that's our inspiration behind Untamed Hearts to be creating beautiful pieces that you can wear and they will elevate the vibration. So when we connect to beautiful things, we, we, are, we elevating something. We're becoming like our eyes are sparkling or when we give a gift of something that is meaningful and when you can feel the, that, the goodness in it, the intention in it, it just elevates something around us and in us. Even if it's for a moment and hopefully not, hopefully the, our intention is to create pieces that, are used as an amulet that are supporting people on their life journeys, are supporting on their journey of healing or their journey of, of recreating something in their life or reconnecting or, or, or having certainty. Like certainty actually is a big thing. I have a combination of three Hebrew letters, which is Kabbalah and it's 72 names of God. We spoke about it a little bit earlier. There's 72 combinations of total. But a lot of people, they want certainty. And it's combination Ein Rashud of three letters. And people who have no idea about Kabbalah. And by the way, it's not the religion, it's spirituality. It's for everybody, for all religion. If somebody is practicing religion, it doesn't matter what religion you're practicing or beliefs have, what, what beliefs you have. But having Ein Rashid engraved on some of our pieces is to, is, is intention is to have it as an amulet for people to connect to the energy of certainty. And it's so needed today. Mm-hmm. So needed. I wear like I was wearing it yesterday. I woke up and I was like, okay, today I need support with certainty so that I leave my day, my day, and whatever I'm creating today, I do it from the place of certainty. No doubt. Mm, I love that. Being a, a doubt-filled person for a lot of my life, it's it's nice to tap into the that certainty. And I love how how our objects can support us in that, in making those healing transitions. Yes, yes. And then again, when you go into pieces with crystals, that's like a whole different dance. And it's just a whole different, it's a whole conversation to what you can do with it. And um and so what I wanted to share was that, um, you know, e- e-women's network mm-hmm. uh, is big about values. And one of the things that we're learning at, at 
events, at conferences, at eWomen's Network. And eWomen's Network, we all know what it is. Yeah. Um, we learn about creating values mm-hmm. for whatever the project is, whatever the business is, and constantly going back to the values, constantly looking back at what was the inspiration, what made us desire to create this. And I think it's a very powerful thing. And just before eWomen's Network event, I decided to go back to the values and to the inspiration behind Untamed Hearts and write it in a very simple way, maybe not even in sentences. And this is what I came up with. Um, We are energy. We are love. We are soul. We are peace. We are one. We are healing. We are people. We are leaders. We are unity. We are human race. We are colorblind. We are cruelty-free. We are compassion. We are untamed. Oh, my gosh. That's powerful. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. What, what a beautiful place that you found and connected to within yourself. And then to be able to spread that through through your business and through jewelry and the messages and, and what you're speaking of today. That's awesome. Thank you. And we just started um, a few months ago. I started Choose Compassion Project. Mm. And it was a dream that I had for a very long time. I didn't know what would be the name of it, but I knew that I want to protect animals and save animals and speak for them, not on the level of saving one at the time, like we've been doing it all our lives, fostering and rescuing. And it, it's, it's an amazing thing to do, but we need to help more, more of them. And we started the Choose Compassion Project, Choose Compassion for All Living Beings and Cruelty-Free World. And that's one of, we create art, beautiful art with compassion messages and we print it on objects that you can wear, for example, beautiful bags and we also inject energy in, into it. And, and um, that's another way of creating something beautiful and meaningful and bringing the energy and compassion into the world. And one most important thing about that is that you cannot extend compassion to any living beings, anybody, unless you're compassionate to yourself. So it all becomes a mirror of you. It all becomes a message to choose compassion, but to yourself first. That's true. I mean, that's one of our greatest truths in healing. I love that you're speaking to that. Any final thoughts you want to speak to, Julia? Oh, it, no, but thank you so much. And uh, um, if... Yeah, if, would you mind if I read something from your website? I didn't tell you I was going to do this, but... <laughs> Absolutely. It's right here in front of me, and I, th- I just think it's powerful. Um, you know, everything you speak to is um, very empowering, and I, I wanted to just share something written on the Untamed Hearts website. The brand that is more than a jewelry line, where each piece tells an unapologetic story of individuality, light and darkness love and unity that celebrates, connects, and inspires people where the message peace for all is injected in every item we create. 
Oh my God, thank you so much, because I did forget to say that. We stamp peace for all and every piece, like we have a little coin with our logo, Untamed Hearts, and on the other side of it, it says peace for all. And what we ask people to consider, whatever your art is, whether you're dancing or singing or writing or teaching, whatever your art is, consider injecting, inserting message of peace in whatever you do. And that, that is how we do it. We stamp it with peace for all. I love that. Thank you so much, Julia. You just share such a richness and beauty um, in your approach to, you know, what we think as just an object or a thing, but it's, it's all just so much more than that, isn't it? <sighs> yes, I believe so. And so what would be the best way for the listeners to see Untamed Hearts Jewelry and the projects you're working on? So we have um, an online store and there's our story and then you can connect with us through our site, which is untamedhearts.com, untamedhearts.com. On Facebook and Instagram, you can find us as untamed hearts jewelry so as one word untamed hearts jewelry you can direct message me you can through the through through the site or facebook or instagram you can find me easily i will be happy i actually do reply to people personally and i do connect with people personally we do um a virtual shopping experience, which is a lot of fun as well. I can get on a Zoom or Skype. With I do that a lot with people from different countries, especially who are far away, and we 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 do these great experiences. We create these great experiences, and people receive Untamed Hearts jewelry. They connect to their pieces. They find the piece that that belongs to them, and also. Uh, we have schedule of events. We do a lot of events. I do art show shows. I do transformational leadership events. For example, eWomen's Network was one of them, or we did Happiness Festival in Mexico. It was an amazing event. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so the schedule of our events is on Facebook. It will be added to our site as well, but right now the, big, the best way to, to see it is on Facebook. Oh, Perfect. And you also offer guidance in developing other business brands that are kind of based in these soul kind of purpose types of, types of um, endeavors like untamed hearts, right? Mm, yes. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. So I, um, my, when I was uh, introducing my, like my, where I come from sharing with you where I come from, I mentioned that I worked many years in high end corporate brands. And from that, I have a huge experience in strategies, marketing, creating something from zero to manifestation to profit. And so when I resigned from corporate world, I started to work with private clients, helping them to create their brands, their businesses, and aligning it. The only difference is aligning them with their purpose, with their unique gifts and talents because when we can do that then all decisions we make are much more meaningful and they go much further and they serve much something bigger than us 
-hmm. And at the end of the day, we are fulfilled and satisfied. So yes, I am a brand expert. Not branding, but brand. Creating a brand that has soul, that has relationships with their audience. Creating something that is alive and is alive outside of the person who found it. And something that can create energy in the world. And it doesn't matter what the business is. But if we can apply certain values to the structure, to, the, to, to what, where we're coming from and decisions we make and the ways we take, even our marketing campaigns, how we speak with people, how we connect with our audience. So it, it makes a huge difference in the final result. So I'm someone who has many different experiences within that process and I guide, I walk through, I consult my clients, I help them, I become their partner in the process and I help them manifest their own business, their own brand. Oh, perfect. I love that. I love what you do, Julia. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. What a pleasure to connect with you here. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It was a wonderful experience for me too. Good. You're welcome. Hey, listeners, my new book, Radiantly Free, Recreating Life and Health from the Radiance of You, is now on Amazon. Chapter by chapter, this book will help you to free the mind, free the body, free the soul, free you, free others, on and on. My hope is that it speaks to your soul and helps you to heal and become free from the inside out. And I have an app that will support you on your journey to inner healing and radiance. It is free to download, and you can also subscribe for more features, including my daily recreators, power words, and get special push notifications from me with quotes and other messages for your journey. For that info, go to rachelapp.com. With that, remember to rev, recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love. EWN Podcast Network.